<laughs> okay. Okay, so what did you just tell me? I know why they say, welcome back to after school talk. Who is they? Um, mommy and dad. Oh, okay. Us. <laughs> so why do we, why do we say after school talk? Because y'all, because y'all talking about something and y'all doing it after school. Makes sense. I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates. Proud educators. And most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. I'm Mr. Dukes, and you are Dr. Dukes. Hello, everybody. Um, so what's our small talk for today? Yay, yay. I had a, I had an idea and it left me. Wow, I know where hadn't left no uh, nobody's mind is this whole coronavirus thing. This but we're gonna this, talk about that later. I mean, we, we are gonna talk about it, but that's that's uh, that's small talk for any and everything. But we are gonna get to talking about that later. But boy, I'm 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 ready to get to that part. Um, but anyway, <laughs> outside of that, um, um what, some, what yeah. else going on? Um. Nothing else is really going on. Like, we don't have nothing else, you know. I think that's been the, the focal point for oh, everything. So, yes. yeah. It's almost, if there was a TV show coming out or a, a game coming on. Game, yeah, you just nothing. Tournament happening. Yeah, everybody's kind of. Events going on. Parties going on. Getting shut down. Is it? Concerts. Concerts. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> you really think well, about Nobody want to do nothing, man. Stores getting shut down because people they buying up everything. The toilet tissue, tissue, T I S H A, not tissues. Toilet tissue. Shout out to Outcast on toilet tissue. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna get into the whole uh, Corona and all of that in a minute. Um, first of all, we wanted to talk about uh, we recently had the opportunity to go to the National Youth at Risk Conference in Savannah, Georgia. That was a great conference. It was a great, great it great really conference. was. Um, I'm going to tell you guys just a little bit about the conference, of uh, what it is. I'm going to read it straight off of the conference mission statement. Um, I don't want to misquote or say anything different than what it is. Can Can you stop biting your nails? And don't tell everybody what I'm doing. Don't tell everybody why I'm Y'all, doing. he has a terrible habit of biting his nails. If y'all know of his remedies, it's I not a terrible habit because I don't necessarily do it all the time. Like all sometimes the time. my nails do. He does it get all the, the time. Growing. Um, all the time. Anyway, okay, so I brought my nails every now and then. All the time. So the National Youth at Risk Conference trains adults who serve youth to create safe, healthy, caring, and intellectually empowering educational environments that foster the well-being of all children and adolescents. To accomplish this mission, it offers over 120 presentations by nationally and internationally recognized presenters to over 1,400 conference participants from across the United States. Good deal. And speaking of the United States, I just it made me think about what I was going to say. Um, I was going to let everybody know that we are officially um uh, were featured on the staff room podcast that is out of Canada. Yeah, shout yes. out to Shay and Pav. Shay and Pav. Shay and Pav. Shay and Pav. <laughs> Shay and Pav. I had to start. I wanted. I, I don't know. It was just. I know what our voice sounds like. I know what we recorded, but it was just something different about hearing it being played 
from them. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, that was pretty cool. And they were saying our names and everything. That was so cool. Yeah, I think that's the crazy part was hearing them say our names. Yeah. We talk, like we say, they are one of the first people on Twitter. We, like, if you look at the number of episodes, we're like neck and neck because we kind of started at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. I love them because, um, one of their personalities remind me of us where um, Shay is just out there like you and funny and crack jokes and all those kind of mm-hmm. things. And Pav comes with a cool, calm voice. Cool, but she still voice. matches his funny too and knows right. how to um, keep the energy going. Um, but they have thought of a really creative idea where they asked other um, people to give three enlightened minutes. About so, what? what they who they are and what they represent yes like right 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 and what your kind of your purpose is in education right. so it was good to have that to, to think about education is not limited to the united states it's not limited to georgia it's not limited to just our county it's all over and that you can make an impact outside of your like <laughs> of your city you can be talking about something that another educator can gravitate towards and use in whatever platform they have. So that was cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, so shout yeah, out to Shane. Yeah, Bass. shout out to the staff from podcast. So listen to episode twenty five that they have that we are featured in and we will repost it again on Twitter uh um this week so that you guys can listen to it. And I think I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, I posted it on Facebook too. So check that out. Yeah, now yeah. back to the conference now. Okay. okay. So that was that was gonna be my small talk though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the conference, like we said, you have people that come over there are one, two, three, six strands to this conference. Mm-hmm. So basically, the presenters can be speaking from one, if not all, of these strands. Oh, six strands, okay. Yeah. So the first strand is head, which is academic achievement and leadership. Okay. Heart, social, and heart, which is social and emotional skills. Mm-hmm. Hands, which is safety and violence prevention. Okay. Health, which is mental and physical health. Home, which is family and community engagements. I'm sorry. So there are five strands. So those are the five strands. And then the fifth icon you would see is something if somebody was a featured speaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I was able to be a featured presenter, not a speaker. I'm not. I'm. I'm getting there. I ain't at that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they had uh featured speakers and they had presenters and like they say over 120 different things that you can go to while you are there so while i was um, more so serving as the presenter and getting information um in that capacity you were able to serve as the um uh, representative for the right of fig and after school talk podcast and those kind of things and we met different people and saw what was going on so back up you were a presenter Mm -hmm. at a national conference yes how dope is that, son? How dope is that, son? How dope is that, son? Oh, we need the thing. How dope is that, son? Wait, wait, but is this your first time? No, that's actually my second time being there. Second time presenting at this particular conference. At this conference. When was your first time? Crazy. Um, We were talking about that this uh today or some point. My mom was saying, because uh, she went with me last time, uh, and that was actually the summer of 2015. Mm-hmm. Not the summer. Not the summer. Hold on, let me change that. 2015. That was March of... It couldn't have been March of 2015. So it would be March of 2016, something like that. Okay. Well, but yeah, about four or, four or five years ago. Okay, cool. And then um, came back again to present. 
Now, can you talk about what was different between presenting then and now, whether it's what was different about the topic or what was different about how you felt or just what was different about the two? Um, first thing was I remember even um, applying to be presenter. And if you listen to an old episode where I talk about my student, Gerald, who got, um, who was killed, Gerald had a student on campus that was like his little brother, that he was very protective of, which is Darkeese. Mm-hmm. So I ended up linking up with Darkeese because of the situation that happened with Gerald. Right. And so Dar- I remember telling Darkeese, I'm applying to, the- like, Darkeese, make sure I turn this proposal in. Make sure I do this, Darkeese. I'm going to make sure you hold me accountable. And, you know, he's like, okay, I got you, I got you. So I remember when, like, the day came, I was supposed to submit everything. And he, you know, did you submit? Like, stop by my office. And I was like, I did. And I remember finding him the day I found you are to present like big deal like at that time it was a big deal because i had never submitted a proposal for a conference and was able to not a national conference and go present right right um and at that time another episode you can go back and listen to the the one about my job being complicated mm-hmm. that same information that i took to that uh administrator at the time the higher administrator was pretty much what i was presenting about okay so it was the idea that uh extracurricular activities were important and these are some steps and ways or um programs you can have at your school okay so it's more so like hey think about a freshman orientation think about a traditions committee at your school with your students to get them involved and how having at-risk students serve on those committees would be helpful Right. right 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 cool got it but after going to the doctoral process that shaped and narrowed into a real specific, sp- real specific, right. because I realized you can't just say, okay, you're a part of this organization that write a passage part got attached to it. So this time it was more so saying, okay, you got your extracurricular activities organized, or maybe you don't. Cause we even went through that. I went through the, okay, so you got to get this organized. And then from there, you have to start implementing this write a passage intervention within your extracurricular programs. Gotcha. 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 So first time it was, it's important to, get students involved in extracurricular activities mm-hmm. as it relates to motivating them in the classroom. Right. Now it's more so along, more so along the line of what's all incorporated in mm-hmm. the student being a part of these extracurricular activities and, again, why it's important. Right. Because we, 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 I started to realize that I could have somebody feed me some bull. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a club and I have 30 kids and we do such and such and then... Come. I mean, it's just like being in, in high school and some of the clubs that we were in, not going to name them, but some of the clubs we were in in high school, mm-hmm. like we we said before on the previous podcast, we was only part of them because they gave out some good food or they went gave on some good food. trips or mm-hmm. they had some good meetings or the guys, we just following the girls because they in the club. Right. That's like when I was in FBLA and we You're went not on that... To call out the club. Well, the teacher ain't there no more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know if the club's still there. Lord and I ain't say what school Je- I was. Lord Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Um, but we went to a competition. And that teacher, no, no preparation for the competition. It was preparation for the trip, but no preparation for the competition. Luckily, I made it into the next round. Like, I got second or third place that put me in the next round. But then when we went and saw the final person who mm. won, and she got to present in front of everybody. You realize how unprepared you were. Unprepared. Yeah. So, if you think about all of the ways she could have capitalized on teaching us uh, communication skills, public speaking skills, leadership skills, 
uh, business skills because it's FBLA marketing, uh, self self marketing. We could have had all of that, but we just went on a trip. And if we did good, we did good. Oh well. Jesus. Right. So that was but back to the point. That was the difference between this time and and then I'm and the other thing was this. Okay, I don't. It wasn't until this time it really clicked in my head. It was a national conference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was how big of a deal it is. Right. So I mean, people are like, oh, "I'm from L.A. Oh, I'm from Syracuse, New York. Yeah. Oh, I'm from." Mobile, Alabama. I'm going. Oh, why? I'm, why in my mind I thought everybody was from Georgia, from Georgia. the first time yeah. I went. <laughs> like, yeah. Because we from Georgia and we kind of, and I say we, even though I didn't go the first time, um, just kind of take it for granted that mm-hmm. people come to our right. Area. You come to our state for a conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's a legit conference. The guy has mm-hmm. legit presenters and speakers and stuff like that. But we just like we live in Augusta. It's just like the master. Yeah, the master. Like, like, like we, we take it for granted that for the master. You know, the master's here in Augusta, but it's a legit thing. But back to uh, NYR. Now though, the way that I realized, like, oh, this is serious. Okay, when I did my presentation, number one thing was this: I was very there. There is an empowerment that comes when other black women support you. And when some black women said, I saw your picture and your presentation and said, I'm going to go support this sister in her, her presentation. They mm-hmm. ain't, it ain't matter what she's talking about. We're going to go in there just to be, to, to, to support her. And you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You don't even know me, but you yeah. can't. But it was an older white lady. She told me, an older black lady. She told me she was 65 years old and she reminded me of my grandmother, grandma and dad, because she was short, mm-hmm. light skinned lady. And she came to me and just, she looked me dead in my face with that Cicely Tyson kind of look mm-hmm. and said, I am so proud to see a black woman with her doctorate present at this conference. You you don't understand. And I'm sitting here like, oh, lady, don't make me cry. <laughs> oh, because it, it was like the room got quiet. You you know, she commanded attention when she talked. Yeah. So it was like everybody just looked and it was like, yeah, you know, all you can, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And she just held my hand and just said, tell her how good I did and how proud she was of me. And that's what made it really be like, this is bigger than just, oh, you present a conference and maybe people take back what you said and da, da, da. but that as African Americans that we are invited into spaces to number one, when you talk about at risk students, come on, let's be honest, majority gonna be minority students. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't you want people from your culture, from your background to be able to speak and advocate for you on things that could help you in the classroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now yeah. let me ask you this. Do you I know this is your second time presenting, but how did you feel this time presenting? Like, were you nervous? Were you excited? Were you anxious? How do you think you did? Like, I know you, the the older lady said that she's proud. You did a yeah. great job and all this kind of stuff. But how do you honestly feel like you did? Could you do something better? Could you do something differently? Like, give us that thought. I thought it was good. Oh. Um, I feed off of what the rest of the audience is doing. So oh, yeah. when there are times that I can't talk because they are, go, they somebody has literally gone, you know, that's right. Because in my school, mm-hmm. and then somebody goes, yeah, because in our school. And I'm going, okay, the fact that you guys are talking about this, the fact that you're hanging out afterwards to talk about it. Um, one lady, I don't know her name, but I call her Miss April because she introduced herself to me in the beginning of the thing. When I said at the very, very end, like anybody have any final questions, she just looked at me. And was mouthing, you did good. You did good. When she was doing that, it, it built me up. But I, I can say that going into it, I was a little nervous because I've, I've developed this 
confidence of being me in a presentation and i don't know if everybody receives that well Mm -hmm. because i'm not going to get in here and give you academic um i have my doctorate and let me tell you what happens in these schools no i'm gonna talk just like this yeah yeah, and i'm gonna be off the cusp with a lot of stuff and it it may be i'm two or three slides down and then i ain't clicked on the slide because i'm literally walking around the room and talking with people so it was just you know i kind of like to gauge my audience to see all right y'all ready of being interactive this is not just me talking i want everybody in the room to talk to me and unfortunately i can't speak on how she did because she didn't want me in the room while she you was didn't want to be in the room either no don't try to change it don't try to change it I don't said, try, hold on don't try to change it okay the original thing was you didn't want me yeah sip your tea or whatever you're drinking yeah. you didn't want me don't say tea lord i can't the, drink that uh, i have kidney stones stuff anyway no, you didn't want me stones. in the in the room while you presented no, but that's, it's equivalent to not wanting you in the room when they had to give me the epidural. What that supposed to mean? One look, because you funny and you goofy. So I just said, he gonna, he, just knowing you were in the room and knowing that you probably were cringing or looking, or, I said, I'm gonna laugh, I'm gonna giggle, and I'm be, I'm be paralyzed. I'm gonna be paralyzed. Oh, I tell you. From the waist down for the rest of my life. And I just, <laughs> so I was like, oh, you couldn't be in the room. Hey, y'all need to let her know she need to get over that. Build a bridge <laughs> and get over it. Because when she become big time, I'm going to be there. When she in a, in a presenting or speaking okay. to when, a, when you a too, room sir. of a thousand. Oh, Lord. I'm going to be in there. Ain't going to be nothing you can do about it. Ain't slow no it shutting down. doors and all that. Slow it down. Ooh. All right, we'll slow it down. Then. Okay, no, no. Lord, don't right, cool. lessons. Cool, we'll lessons. slow it down. Um, But yeah, so, so. I'm I I can't I will say I'm very proud of you for being a presenter um at this national conference um I do hope people that uh contact you because I went as support um of course I had absolutely nothing to do with you know presenting or something like that um but I I I just went to support uh that's that's all I was there for mm-hmm. um any anything else you wanna um, I, I I was going to go into a couple of the different presenters that were there, but I think I'm going to save that for the next episode as probably like a small talk okay. because I want to talk specifically about the programs they had and the people I met because um um I know other people may be familiar with them. They may not be familiar with them, but it, it was really good information. And, I, and especially because I got a book by one presenter and I kind of want to look, um read through the first couple of chapters and be able to be um more versed on it before i talk about it i got you well before well we... well one more thing though ron clark was there oh yeah ron clark was we'll there say that. Um, and we that's gonna be a whole nother episode we talk about ron clark and the divide between his practices um well yeah um but yeah ron clark was there i've seen him a couple of times i've been to the to the school a couple of times um but yeah he was there he was there cool dude um, got some cool things going on, of course, at his school. If you don't know Ron Clark, uh, if you and you're an educator, definitely look up uh, Ron Clark Academy and and just you know find out who he is and what he does. But I'm pretty sure you've at least heard of him or seen him somewhere, somebody's yeah. show, somebody's news, uh, news station or whatever. They were um, selling his books too. Oh, they were definitely selling his books, and I'm, they was definitely standing in that line to get him to sign them. You think that they have cash to buy the book? I hope not. I hope you could have used a card. Yeah, because most people don't have cash. You don't have cash on you. Right, it's 2020. Well, Um, cash is king, but credit is power. uh, It's 2020, and you still haven't started the process of restoring your credit. uh, Coach Cope is helping so many people around the country restore their credit, get into homes and cars, and protect the future of their families. 
Having poor credit will cost you a fortune. Stop paying unnecessary interest rates. Contact Darius Copeland now by texting Credit Repair to number 951-307-3635. Again, contact Darius Copeland now at Credit uh, oh, I said Get that it together. Don't do that. <laughs> um, text Credit Repair to Darius Copeland at 951-307-3635 to restore your credit today and work on living your best life. Um, Darius is a uh, former colleague of mine, and if it was somebody who I trusted with my financial information, it would be him. It would be Darius It Darius would Copeland. be him. If it's somebody who had to say, I know that you... If you couldn't do anything for me, you would absolutely tell me the honest truth. The most trustworthy and honest person I have met in a long time. And um, he recently was saying that if your credit score was even as low as the 400s, he would be able to help you get it up. My so, low. Yeah. I might be down there. I know. I, I know, right? I was looking like, I, I need I to make that text. While you playing, I will be making a call to, to text him myself to say, what, what, what all you got going on? What does it take? So you know hopefully i'll be able to provide even my own personal information on that but definitely text darius um text credit repair to number 951-307-3635 absolutely but that was a nice little segue you went into uh into that ad cool job on there Boom. real quick before we get into the next part of the show um i want to say that it was a long time it's been a long time that i've visited savannah mm-hmm. um you know, so just being able to go out and experience downtown. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, they have a nice little uh, downtown area on River Street, is it called? Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool. Wet Willies, we hung out there. Um, I ain't gonna say we we're not alcoholics, but we do like to have a drink every now and then. Right. So we did get to know the bartender at uh at Wet Willies, and we are that we're like that old couple that finds their little spot and yeah, hey, yep. This, and Wet Willies, for those of you who don't, don't know, because we've got people in Canada listening, oh, and they yeah, may not, may not yeah. I don't know if you have Wet Willies, it's a daiquiri bar. So definitely, when people were coming in there, I noticed a lot of people taking pictures of the place because it's a wall of daiquiri. Like, you see the frozen machine, mm-hmm. and they all, not all of them, some of them are virgin drinks, but you could pick one, or they have names for different ones. So it's just a cool place to go into, get a little drink, um, or get food. We definitely got to see a lot of people from the conference coming in there. This is a nice place to stop into. Oh, absolutely. Um, some of the couple of the restaurants we went to, uh, the Cotton Exchange that's on on River Street. That was a great, great uh restaurant. Mm-hmm. I definitely killed them crab legs and and uh yeah. The manager what, even had to ask you to slow down. Right, because I was he was, I like, was Sir, in attack mode. Slow down. You you gonna choke? Attack mode. <laughs> uh, crab Shack. That was a good one out near uh, on Tybee Island. And um, a spot called Trailer Park. Uh, you you might hear the name and think one thing, but the food was Amazing. pretty darn good. And it's Trailer T R A Y L O R. Right, Trailer Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and now one spot you know, and that's how I have to visit is uh this spot called Lizzie's. Um, sorry, but they weren't the best. Mm-hmm. weren't the best at all. Um, the food was real bland. But uh, yeah, it, it it wasn't all that. Yeah. But yeah. shout out to Savannah. That's a that's a very nice nice city. Very mm-hmm. very nice. City. Oh, and one last thing. Um, those shipping those container ships. If y'all have not <laughs> seen one of them ships in person, those things are <laughs> he huge. You are so dramatic. Like you, we were literally. <laughs> I think we was literally about a hundred yards away. 
from the, it, from the we, I don't know the icon. I don't know distance. We might have been a hundred <laughs> yards away from the ship, the, from the container ship. Mm-hmm. That that boat is hey, huge. Now the interesting thing about it was, as it was coming through, you literally saw everybody on River Street walk to the other side of River Street so they can get closer. Right. To it and you could definitely it. tell who the tourists were. That's yeah. for sure. The people from Savannah just keep it walking. The 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 ship hit the horn and they yeah. kept on walking. If you weren't from Savannah or you weren't from anywhere that has water, we knew exactly who you were, me included, because I completely stopped. I jumped when I heard the horn. I recorded it. I was in complete awe and amazement. So if you get a chance to see a, <laughs> a container ship up close in person, go check it out, because that thing is huge. Huge. And I've never been on a cruise ship, so I can't even compare it to a cruise ship, because I, I don't know the difference between the two. But that, them, them container ships are huge. Speaking of cruise ship, might not go on one for Speaking a while of cruise ship, yeah, we, we got one planned during this summer, but uh, depending on how things going with this whole coronavirus, we, we don't know. Which brings us to our next topic. Um, Just talking about the coronavirus, uh, the the effects of it and how it's affecting the educational system uh from K twelve to to higher ed. Um it's it's this is a crazy situation, this whole coronavirus. COVID eighteen, nineteen? COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Lord Jesus. I think the news and social media is making it worse. I don't that's not to say that it's not a serious thing. Right. But I think that sometimes because it's like uh, several people have posted this. Matter of fact, uh, uh, I want to get my phone, but um, I think it's Teacher Hustle, and I'm a, I believe that's his um Instagram. I mean, his Twitter name is Teacher Hustle. Was saying if you need to take a break from the news and social media, do it. I their mental health can be um compromised with constant. The coronavirus, like constant, right? It is twenty four seven. If you, if you are to even go to Google, Yahoo, turn your TV on, um, any social media app, the first thing is going to be this. So I think with that, it could it could um overwhelm people. Uh, I was telling the I was telling them at work, I had a classmate. No, no, no. Actually, we were coworkers in grad school because I was a graduate assistant, and um, he was in the same office space as me, and that was his fear. His fear was that. A disease would come and destroy everything on Earth, basically, or destroy right. all humans. And he was like, "I know that's not a you know rational thinking, but he was very hypersensitive, hypersensitive to um, people getting sick, um, cancer, HIV, um, airborne uh, diseases, those kind of things, to the point where he had to go to therapy and counseling about it to keep him calm and then make him not worried about it. So I can see where in a situation like this, mentally, to take him over." And I can definitely understand it because um, what day was it? I can't remember if it was last night or Wednesday night, but I had a mild panic attack in the middle of the night just thinking about, you know, I, I don't want, no, it wasn't last night. It had to be Wednesday night. Um, just thinking about the panic that everybody is going through, um, the the thought of being quarantined to your house and making uh, everybody stay home for two weeks and and. What that might look like, look like if you looked outside and saw absolutely no life movement like that. That is creepy, especially when you compare it to different. The uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, different movies and shows like The Walking you know, Dead or any, anything like that. I've that show for years, is, and I ain't never thought I was going to be Carl or Rick. It is just <laughs> so, so creepy. So, like I said, and this was like uh, probably about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. It's like. Bro, it's, it's nobody outside. That's how that's how mine thought. It was it's nobody outside right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody is locked up in the house 
so you hope, or it might be somebody that's doing some crazy stuff. But my mind just went crazy. Mm-hmm. It which, was completely went crazy. Which is, that's the problem. And I posted on Facebook about how the news and everybody keeps saying, don't panic. And then what we, we all do, panic. Cause and bought up all the tissue. <laughs> bought up all the tissue. <laughs> Panic them bought all the tissue. Panic about as I look on our floor and see some rolls of tissue. Now we got, now we, <laughs> we do have some. Yeah, we got some. Because of y'all panicking. Yeah, because y'all. It ain't us that's panicking. We y'all panicking. Y'all made us go we crazy. Had to go get some. Um. So okay, so let's look at this from an educational standpoint. Okay. Um. Okay, from the higher ed standpoint, I can. We quickly saw that schools were um starting to close. Correct. Uh. The the issue that that caused is enough to make K through 12 pause before declaring schools are closed. Right. And that's what idiots don't realize. And I want to stress the word idiot when you don't work in the school system and you're not a healthcare professional, but you want to make a decision off the fact that you read something on social media and your homegirl that live over in another uh, country said X, Y, and Z. We are going to talk about what is happening right here around us. And the best thing I can say that my university kept saying is that we're going to over-prepare so that we don't overreact. Okay. So this is what I mean by that. When you make a decision on a Thursday or something, let's just say a Thursday, Mm -hmm. while your students on spring break, you say, don't come back. Can't come back to school. We're going to extend spring break. You don't know how many clothes the child took with them. You don't know if they work somewhere off campus and they've got to come back and now they need to get in their dorm room. Mm -hmm. I need you to take an account for all of that before you just say, just stay on your spring break. Don't come back to the campus. Right. Right. Then you had several schools say, hey, we're going to close on X, Y, and Z dates, but we're going to strictly online classes. Mm -hmm. My immediate reaction was, I know I have students that attend this school who do not have internet access at home. Mm -hmm. So when I contact them, sure enough, one of them, I don't have a laptop, I don't have a desktop, and I don't have internet. Right. Okay, so we... Well, how is he going to do his classes? Mm-hmm. So that that was the part where, as as some places were closing a little too quickly and rapidly, thankfully other institutions said, "We know we're going to catch some heat because we haven't gone ahead and made a decision, but we have to put a plan in place." There you go. That will cause us to be over prepared so that we don't overreact. Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. sense? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, just like you said, just having a plan first as opposed to. You know, just thinking irrationally and making a decision for a large group, large of, people. group of people. Um, like we had a student post on on uh, on Facebook saying, uh, "I didn't think I was gonna be coming home for spring break and find out I can't go back for another <laughs> another mm-hmm. two weeks." Like that's that's legit what was happening. Um, but again, definitely got to have a, a plan in place. Um, you know, for your for your university and, and for whatever institution you you mm-hmm. are either working at or going to school at. <laughs> Listen now, hold up. So when you go into um, when you're saying that to students who are already on spring break, right? So one institution, everybody's on spring break. You buy your nails again. Just one, uh huh. Just in case y'all thought. Remember y'all? He said he don't do it that often. So you got one institution that said. <laughs> That was, for the record, that was just my second time today. That was the third. You, I, I, I just didn't say it the second time, and that one the day I ain't been with you all day. So I know you did. Anyway, the point, Corona. Um, the point what? is, <laughs> um, this institution then said, okay, come back, 
and get your stuff together and then you're going to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when they brought everybody back, it clicked in their heads. How many of our students or faculty went on a cruise or went out of the country? Can't come back. Yeah, so then they were like, wait, wait, hold up. <laughs> don't, don't, come, don't come back. Yes, if you haven't been on a cruise, come back. No, where you been? Okay, yeah, you, okay, I don't think there was anything there. You can come back. Mm-hmm. Pure confusion. Pure confusion. Yeah. So, what what our campus decided to do, when I can't just say our campus, is what the whole system decided to do, was uh, classes have been canceled for two weeks. And that will give the professors and all other staff, including student um, affairs staff, a chance to figure out what will our programming and curriculum look like going online and give us time to apply it online and then be able to serve it to students if we need to stay out for another month or until the end of the semester. Right. So we got a two-week window to figure out how we're going to do whatever it is we need to do online or if we need to just say this is canceled or postponed. Right. Um, one thing I do want to uh, say is we're not saying that there is a perfect solution because with, with whatever solution you have, um, you know, for whatever school, it's going to be some uh, hiccups, going to be some issues, some concerns, some things that you're going to have to adjust on the back end. Um, so we're not saying that there are per- there's a perfect solution to the problem. We're just saying make sure that there's some thinking going on or there should be something going on. Because, um, you know, many of you are not necessarily the people that made the decision. Uh, but you definitely, you, you got to think that it's best to do some thinking and to plan some things out as opposed to, up, let's make a decision today, put it out there. And, you know, now we got more problems than we, than we had before. Um, there, there's no perfect solution, but there are avoidable problems absolutely that there, the there are certain so we're not the thing is this you you have to take the time and take the hit of of criticism to to prevent problems right so i when i look at the fact that you're giving people time to get situated that's what should happen and you can't compare it to a place we're talking about we're in a place where there there is we haven't had an outbreak. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. Before we do get an outbreak, let's we, we let's put it put our heads to ba- uh, the uh, heads together. Um, what's the Captain Planet? When our powers combine. Our powers combine. Yes, come on, Earth, yeah. Wind, Fire, <laughs> Water, Heart. Put it all together and see what do we need to do before we say or make any moves. Let's be clear. Right? right? So here comes the challenge then when we look at for K through 12. What does the online curriculum look like for a first grader? How many of our first graders have access? And then in our own county that we're in, where we know majority of the population is is uh, 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 lives in poverty, what what is we going to do? I was just about to say, uh, not everybody has access to a laptop, to a computer, to internet access, all the kind of stuff. Like, man. And then when you look at it, so, let's say you go and say, well, at university, what they did was suspended classes for two weeks to get everything together. That's what we need to do. Here you go. Here's the problem. For two weeks, some grown kids are about to go home and, and chill at their mama house. We can't say that for two weeks for kids who need child care that need to be looked after. You can tell grown people, hey, y'all, go, everybody, go, go over there, sit down over there for a second. We'll talk to y'all in a minute and figure out what's going on. We can't say that for... for you know six well five to (laughs) whatever age group and their parents are now trying to figure out okay so how who's going to watch after them so like one of the experts said he he, which was a great idea you're in a city where uh there are 
a lot of healthcare professionals who have kids. Mm-hmm. So when you close the schools, they now yeah, have to watch the kids, and now we don't have yep. the healthcare professionals to the watch the patients. Right. You got a point, sir. So it was like, let's just take a minute and figure this out. And so when people say, well, the problem is we weren't prepared. Okay, well, you tell me you how you prepare for a virus we don't even know exists. Right, 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 right. Like, I, we, I, we get that. We got that point. That's not what you think about right now. Right now, when you think about it, it's, okay, it's here. How can we best resolve the situation so we're not literally leaving our kids out in the wind and just saying, well, go home and you won't have no schoolwork. Uh, I don't, we don't know what that means for you. You, you, you. you need to at least be able to say have a full uh, idea of what it what we ex- we expect. What you expect, what you want to do, and why you're doing it. Um, not just saying oh, we just we just gonna do this, but it goes back to what we just said. There's, we're not necessarily saying that there's a perfect solution, but there are definitely some solutions that are better than others. Better than others. Um, and and having a plan in place is definitely the best thing of all. Uh, just having some people sit down, think about it. And, and create a plan, develop a plan, come up with a strategy uh, to make all this happen. Um, and it's funny that we talk about this because I was talking with one of our VPs today, and a lot of the things that she was saying, I had I was thinking about last night. Um, because my question was, uh, can we move holidays or can we take holidays out? Because if we go on to go into a two or three week, you know, uh, shutdown, um, you know, can we move our spring break up? So now we're not getting three weeks of, you know, being out of school, mm-hmm. but but we really only getting two weeks because we moved our spring break to be included in that, you know, two week shutdown. Um, the other thing was, you know, if you have to start summer school later, um, can you take out the whole week of Fourth of July and mm-hmm. you only get the Fourth mm-hmm. of July? I was like, absolutely. If you have to go, you know, start fall semester. Uh, a little further back can you right. shorten down or you know shorten your thanksgiving break and mm-hmm. and um and winter break mm-hmm. and she's like absolutely and that's something that may have to go in place just to correct you know what we going through right now mm-hmm. uh, and that's what that's what we're talking about just about having a plan really thinking th- some things through and you know uh because you what you're saying is you're thinking in the sense of um uh of what ifs and based upon timelines right so it's like what if we are out until the end of march mm-hmm. right then what if we have to stay out until our actual spring break right what if we have to stay out until graduation day because we even have gone through those scenarios on our campus what if we're out and they say till the end of semester right is there no graduation how do we distribute diplomas right this is just stuff that while we on this two week let's, mm-hmm. let's start let's thinking think of plans it. yeah and, and exactly. formulating it but exactly. when you in the midst of oh <laughs> we need to know by the end of the day what we mm-hmm. going who there do you you understand that's this that's one university who's gonna gather in uh, the deans and the and the directors but then you're talking about a, a school system i can't Honey, it's the school system. That's right. the that's a lot of people. Oh yeah, oh, a lot yeah. of factors you really got to think about before you just jump to something. Oh yeah, and, and and like I said, I think people are just uh are need to be um we we know this is we know this is serious, and because it's so serious, and and thankfully we don't have we don't have any cases here. Is that's what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take take your time, not take your time like take all day, but just go okay. Let me be very clear why we're doing this. Absolutely. This is what's happening. This is what you need to prepare for. Cause, mm, Absolutely. We don't want the Rona. We don't want... And then what we don't want, because I'm going to tell you the other thing that our county is good for. As soon as we do shut it down, and then the virus... Let's just say we shut it down and the virus just magically disappeared. See, y'all closed schools and we ain't even need to do all that. Y'all, y'all got me... 
Okay, so what you want? Right. What you want? Right. Do you what want, do you want? Do you want to shut down? Do you want to keep going? Like, as, as, yes. at some point, the other, the other things too, and then going outside of my teaching, my, at, at some point, you got to shut up. <laughs> like, like you got to let, once the decision, <laughs> once the decision has been made, it is what it is. Yes. It is what it is. Make your adjustments and keep it moving. And mm-hmm. you just hope and pray that, they they did the thinking and really created a plan that's mm-hmm. best for you know whatever group of people that they doing it for what they doing it for uh college students what they doing it for K through twelve what they doing it for a job you know employees whatever, whatever you just hope and pray thing. that they making the best decision for that particular group and but like you can't say, just sit up there and, and, and looking at both sides saying y'all need to shut them down y'all need to shut them down. Then, like you just said, if nothing happens, well, we ain't got to shut them down anyway. Shutting down could have been the reason why you didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but but the other side of that, too, is, you know, if they don't shut down and it's like, well, we, we really don't have a reason to right now. We understand things are going on in other parts of the world, but we don't have a reason right now. Again, trust and believe, or trust and pray. Uh, uh, that whole praying part, hope and pray that they are making the best decision. decision Point right. blank, period. You ain't in a position to make them kind of decisions, right. so you just hope and pray mm-hmm. that the people that are in those positions are making the best decision. And if you just feel like you got to take your child home for two weeks, then take your child home for two weeks. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need to sit at home for two weeks, you sit at home for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then you deal with the consequences and repercussions on the tail end of that. Yeah, because that's, that's the personal thing. But it's just, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't want to be in the cusp of, am I making the right decision or wrong decision when it comes to thousands of children right and then, right, like you right. say you can say you can say that whole tell them to go home do you know what could it's happen at the say. end of the school year if these kids did not right they did not get this lesson and now this test come out now this is gonna be chaos right. if you don't sit and think for a second so right absolutely but the best thing to do is just be supportive and pray for the people who have to make these kind of decisions mm-hmm. i'm just gonna pray for you and i you know i and remember pray when, for the people that it affects right and i remember we were sitting there going well harvard has closed and such and closed and our university has closed and everybody was like we, we don't, like there's nothing to say we don't know why we haven't and they have we don't because the other thing is it's not we we weren't even thinking about when when italy went into their shutdown mm-hmm. you didn't hear the united states saying or even people over here saying well italy didn't shut down we need to shut that one nobody saying yeah, that. Nobody said that nobody saying that so it's the, just because it moved a little bit closer to home you don't have to necessarily make the exact same uh decisions and all this kind of stuff that other other people are making it's just like in your neighborhood if a house Five houses down, catch on fire. You don't have to make the same adjustments that the house right next door to the house that's on fire got. You don't have to make no same adjustments. It ain't your time yet. Just right. just chill you out for a second. What you can do now, now like watch said, and observe, watch now. It, yep, right. Keep your eyes exactly. on it. You keep just, your eyes on it. Please you keep your eyes observe, on it. Pay attention so you can go. Okay, so this is what's going on with them. Now, if you get note. two two houses all down, right. all right. Now, now we need to go into right. effect. We need to get right. that plan. But but if the, if the house burning still five houses down. Just chill. Just wait a minute. Leave some gotta... of that tissue in the snow. <laughs> <No, it's laughs> Leave that not. tissue in the snow. But the other thing, too, I was telling somebody is that you got to remember for uh, higher ed, there's a lot of back and forth movement from people from different countries. Oh, absolutely. So everybody who is in the K through 12 building are all from Augusta right, area. Or, or whatever, whatever like, area whatever you're your in. Zone, you all live in this area. Y'all right. come to school together. We have students who. Uh, hey, you from Seattle, you from Missouri, or you from Atlanta. And so they may go home for the weekend and bring whatever back. Mm-hmm. That's how quick it could happen for us versus, no, we just right here in this area. So th- yep. there is, it's, and, and study abroad trips, 
uh professors who go on study abroad uh, uh conferences abroad it's, mm-hmm. it's so many of the factors in the higher ed as to why they had to take uh, a more rapid action right and then case 12 can kind of okay we can mirror off of what we saw with them and then and you know eventually make whatever decision who mm-hmm. i ain't supposed to talk about this that long i did, I <laughs> I did even, but it was I just it was I a couple even, of things i, I really know didn't i saw that much to say at first. I'm like, <laughs> man, i don't have a whole lot to say about this Yes, I do. We need to talk about it. <laughs> it's just a couple of things. And so, um, for all the educators out there, healthcare workers, and, and especially healthcare workers, they out here, they, can't, they ain't no choice of going home. I'm telling you. They got to stick stick with it and do it. So, again, pray for the people who are doing those things. And the president of the university said it best. Keep calm and wash your hands. Right. Right, right, That's it. He was like, look, just keep calm and wash your hands. Don't go into a panic. Don't don't go lock yourself in a bunker. Just keep calm and wash your hands. Right. And, and, and as things happen, we're going to pray that they, we know they're going to get progressively worse as far as, of course, you're going to identify other people who have it. It's, it's, that's the whole point of trying to go through this quarantine, but right. it eventually they'll have a handle on it and we're just going back to normal. But 2020, you got to, um, girl, 2020, you need to get it together. 2020, kick it, kick it. <laughs> Boy, so it's when it's kicking your tongue. I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> you. Good you can't gracious, even I can't even talk about her. She has been a beast, and like somebody said, it's only March. It is only March. Twenty twenty has been horrible. <laughs> now mm. I ain't gonna say horrible, Lord, because we still here, we still black, but it's just been right. It's from, still some, still some blessings on the way for and people. Diseases and hey, confusion man. and toilet tissue. Mm. Boy, that toilet tissue. I'm glad we got us a few rolls. Mm, don't use it all. Okay? I ain't gonna use it all though. Okay. Be moderation. Oh yeah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, like again, like we said before, I'm going to talk about a couple of the presenters from the uh National Youth Con- Youth at Risk Conference on the next episode. We got a couple of things in the works too with some former students talking to us, telling okay. us what life is like now as adults. Oh yeah, they're in they, adulthood yeah. now. They are adulting. And they're complaining. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we try to tell you. So, we try to tell you that way way back when. But we ain't know nothing though. So we hopefully the corona will let them out of the house so they can um come come and visit with us. Make sure you go to the right effect R I T E um on uh the website and subscribe to the webpage. Go to Instagram on the right effect and follow us there. You can follow me at Dr. S Dukes on Twitter. Um, subscribe to the podcast, give us five stars, share it with other people, spread it. Um, shout out to the guy at the conference who we met on Monday and then on Tuesday he came and let us know which episodes he had listened to and he came to my presentation. Right, right. So, um, I don't know, hopefully he's listening. If he is out there, please hit us up because I actually want to talk to you about stuff. He deals with all the extracurricular activities at his school. So, I think he'd be a wonderful addition to just give us an insight of what does it look like from his perspective and right. what he does to help students. yeah. Um, and shout out to all the people that we met at the conference. Love you guys. Stay safe. Keep calm and wash your hands. Peace. And with soap. With soap. Peace out. <laughs>